Welcome to Anti-Aging Insights, where age is a state of mind and aging is a treatable condition. And now, here is your host, Dr. Terry Fisher. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. As always, I'm thrilled to have you join me for this episode. This episode is really special because this is actually kicking off a small five-part mini-series in this podcast about my personal five pillars of aesthetics. These are the five key principles, the five key pillars that I uh, take into account when I do any non-surgical cosmetic treatment. And over the next five weeks, I'm going to share a little bit about each one of these pillars. These pillars are as follows. Number one, safety. Number two, customization or personalization of treatments. Number three, expertise. Number four, natural results. And number five, enjoyment. And if you take the letters of those five pillars, S, C, E, N, E, for safety, customization, expertise, natural results, and enjoyment, you get the word scene. And this is how I set the scene for all of my treatments. So today, we're gonna talk a little bit about pillar number one, and that is safety. And I consider that to be of utmost importance and the number one priority when it comes to treating my patients. So that's what this is about today. I'd like to share some of the thoughts that I have on safety when it comes to these treatments so that you are better informed about things to look out for, things to ask your practitioner about, and ways that you can ensure that your procedures are being done as safely as possible. So when it comes to non-surgical cosmetic treatments, from my perspective, I'm really thinking about injectables. I'm thinking about neuromodulators, which includes Botox and other similar brands. I'm thinking about different types of fillers. And those are the main two types of injectables that I do. There are some slight variations on that. In addition to the aesthetic side of things, I also do sports medicine injections, which includes things like PRP, hyaluronic acid, prolotherapy into joints, muscles, tendons, etc. So I do think about safety when it comes to those treatments as well. So what does safety mean to me? Well, safety actually is not just as simple as putting an injection in the right place. In my mind, safety actually starts with the consultation because I believe that it is extremely important for any of my patients to feel comfortable with what I am doing. And how do you develop that rapport? How do you develop that comfort? In my mind, that comes from communication. So one of my biggest uh, priorities is actually to establish that rapport with any of my patients. I want to learn about them. I want to know why they're there. I want to know what is motivating them. And of course, I also want to know what are their wants, what are their desires, what are they trying to get out of the treatment, and how can I help to achieve that in a way that is safe. So in my mind, the safety aspect actually comes from the conversation initially. Once we have established a little bit about what a patient wants, what you want as a patient, then we think about the particular type of treatment and what is going to be most effective to give you the results that you want in a way that is safe. Now, even among that, I have a number of different things that I think about. Now, there are some 
side effects, we'll call them, of different treatments that are not going to have any long-term consequences on your health. I'll give you an example. Whenever we are doing any type of injection, whether it's a Botox injection, whether it is filler, there is always the chance there can be some bruising. That's just the nature of it. That is science. When you stick a needle into some skin, there's a chance that you could hit a tiny blood vessel and that will bleed and that can cause a little bit of bruising. Now, although that is a side effect that does happen on occasion, it is something that I consider as part of my thoughts when it comes to ensuring safety. I want to minimize that as much as possible. I want to minimize any extra bleeding, if at all possible. And so one of the things that I do is I analyze very carefully, very specifically where I am placing every single one of my needle injections so that we minimize the risk of that. Now, again, if you get a bruise, Obviously, that's not ideal, but it doesn't have any long-term consequences on a person's health. Yes, they're going to have a small bruise there for a little bit. There are things they can do to cover it up. We can actually use even uh, some types of other procedures here to minimize the bruising. But nevertheless, it is something that I consider uh, very importantly, and I do keep it top of mind with any of my injections. Another type of adverse effect that could happen is something Again, that doesn't have any long-term consequences, but it does last longer than a bruise. And I like to use Botox again as an example. If you inject Botox in an area that is not precise enough or in an area that is a little bit more high risk, you could, for example, end up with a brow ptosis. What that means is that the eyebrows can drop a little bit lower. And a lot of people can feel this as a heaviness in their brows if this happens to happen to them. So again, this is something that I consider as part of my safety analysis when it comes to treating patients. If you are a patient of mine, you may have heard me say to you at some point, you know what, I know you want to treat those horizontal um, forehead lines that are sitting low down, but I don't think that's very safe because if we do that, you could end up with a side effect where your brow drops. And those are things that I'm always keeping in mind when it comes to my treatments. Finally, there are some effects of some types of treatments, in particular filler, that can have longer term consequences. Fortunately, the risks of these are extremely low and they do not happen very often at all, extremely, extremely low. But one of the things that we do think about are something called vascular occlusions. And what that means is when you inject some filler, there is a small risk, very tiny risk, that some of that filler could end up in a blood vessel and can cause a blockage of that blood vessel. This is where safety is critical, absolutely critical. And again, this is something that I take very, very seriously. This all comes down to understanding anatomy, so knowing where blood vessels are in the face. It also comes down to being proficient in a number of different techniques. I'll give you an example. We can use needles or cannulas when we do filler treatments. And I think I'm going to do a whole different podcast episode on the difference between those two. But at a very basic level, needles can be used to inject into the skin. But because they have a sharp end, there is a chance that they can enter a blood vessel. Knowing when to use the needle in certain areas of the face at a certain depth of the face is critical to ensuring a safe injection. Cannulas are different than needles in that they have a blunt end and they slide under the skin. And because they have a blunt end, they tend to bounce off of blood vessels. 
Again, there's still a small risk that they could enter a blood vessel, but they're less likely to. And it comes back to, again, understanding when and where on the face it is appropriate to use the cannula. And so all of my decisions, all of my treatments, every single one of them is guided by the anatomy, by which area of the face we are treating, by how deep we are going in the skin or beneath the skin, and which type of technique would be most appropriate, whether it's needle, cannula, or something else for that matter. And so having said all of that, I hope it gives you an understanding of the type of thought process that I go through when I do my treatments. In addition, another aspect of safety that is very important to me is understanding what to do if, in some very rare circumstances, one of these side effects or complications were to occur. And that's something that I take very seriously as well. I study the latest procedures in terms of what to do if there are any of these complications and know that whoever is doing your treatments should be versed in what to do in the case of any of these problems if they should occur. Having said all that, I do want to reassure you that these complications are extremely rare, exceedingly rare, but I'm also of the opinion that it's extremely important for patients to really have good information and be able to make good informed decisions when it comes to their own treatment options. And so if you are considering having some non-surgical treatments done, then I encourage you to have these discussions with your provider. Ask these questions, find out what they're doing, find out how they make sure that they are doing their procedures in the most safe manner possible. Remember, we all want to experience the positive benefits of these anti-aging treatments. We all want to look and feel our best, but it is crucial to ensure that the treatments that we are choosing are done with safety in mind. And that is why I wanted to kick off this series of my five pillars of aesthetic treatments with safety. It is my number one priority. And of course, if you have any questions at all about this, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to answer your questions. Again, some resources for you to look at are my personal website, drterryfisher.com, D-R-T-E-R-I-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And actually on my webpage, you can read a little bit more about my five pillars of aesthetic treatments. And of course, if you want to reach out to me and book something in a clinic, I'd be delighted to see you. And you can do that through antiagingvancouver.com. Finally, feel free to uh, follow me on Instagram if you like. And I am at Dr. Terry Fisher there as well, D-R-T-E-R-I-F-I-S-H-E-R. And so that wraps up this first episode of the mini-series on the five pillars of aesthetic treatments. Next week, we're going to be talking about the C in what sets the scene for these treatments, and that is all about customized treatments. I look forward to talking with you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Anti-Aging Insights. Stay tuned to discover more of the latest news, treatments, technologies, and developments in non-surgical cosmetic and anti-aging medicine. For more inspiration, to access the show notes, or to book an appointment with Dr. Fisher, Dr. Frame, or any of the other anti-aging professionals, please visit our website at antiagingvancouver.com. Until next time, stay inspired and live life well.